This is Audio EXP for the 19th of November 2022. And the title of this episode is A $4 billion blunder for D&D's owner. Bandit Camp are in the spotlight this month, as voted for by patrons. And remember how I said Ben at Bandit Camp had gotten back to me last week? Well, I've done sweet all about it. My bad. Blame the day job. I will be an absolute swine if I don't get some questions over this weekend. Hello, Joanna. Now, I don't think I've ever given a personal shout-out on Audio EXP Geek News podcast before, but let me tear that record up today. Joanna is a friendly manager from Spotify who took me through all the ad options this week and subscribed. Now, don't worry, Audio EXP isn't about to add any extra ads. This is a work call wherein I might be helping others get their ads on Spotify. And I guess if you're listening to this, then you're already half persuaded by the power of audio. This weekend, I went to Edinburgh Castle, which was lit up something special. But it wasn't just the lights, it was the audio there too. Walking through my city's ancient walls, listening to that thumping beat and stories of kings and queens was something else. Once again, it makes me think that world builders lowball the wonders of their worlds too often. I'm also just back from a tiny but delightful indie comic con here in Edinburgh. It was a chance to catch up with Killtopia creator Dave Cook. Hi Dave. It was also a chance to give Mastodon a real out and about test. Yes, I have joined the herd and started on Mastodon. There's no geek native profile there yet as there is on Twitter, and there might never be. We will just have to see whether this federated and open source alternative can move from fad to trend and from trend to tool-supported established channel. But it has been a good weekend for that indie spirit. That's a sharp contrast to the $4 billion that Hasbro spent on Entertainment One, aka E1, aka the movie studio that made the D&D movie. And that D&D movie is late. And geeks like me are worried that we might not enjoy a comedy. And that's what we've been encouraged to expect. An action comedy. Hasbro has now said that Entertainment One is not a core part of its business. And it is exploring a sale. I'm not sure they'll get their $4 billion back. It's not as if Hasbro bungled everything. The lockdown struck just after buying the studio. And E1 couldn't do the thing that E1 was bought to do. There are supposed to be several D&D TV shows in the works, but there's no reason why E1 has to make them. And there are a growing number of Wizards of the Coast computer game companies. And I figure movie studios and digital studios begin to overlap pretty significantly at some point. Now, it might also be important but it's the ex-Wizard of the Coast boss, Chris Cox, who is the Hasbro head honcho making the call to put E1 up for sale. A safer venture has been the 50 years of D&D partnership with Lego. There was a competition to design a D&D Lego set, and the winner gets to keep lifelong royalties. The result was over 600 entries, which you can see online, and golly, many of them look really great. Outside the D&D universe, the big RPG news of the week must be Free League's new The Walking Dead universe RPG. 
I've seen people worry about the number of franchise RPGs, so I get why. Free League, Magpie with Avatar, you've got Modifius, Cubicle 7, Nightfall and Evil Genius games all have big name tie-ins. If that's not your thing, then a quick trip to Itch.io will reassure you that there's plenty going on in the indie RPG space. Even on DriveThruRPG, there's a rich theme with games and they're not just all community content stuff. I think the big news is that the Walking Dead RPG is part of a long-term partnership between Free League and AMC. AMC bought the anime company Sentai in January, which gives them titles like Appleseed, Parasite, Villain Saga and others. And AMC has the rights to many Anne Rice titles and so on. In fact, I think in the States there's a new Anne Rice vampire show coming. Sticking with vampires for a bit, I have certainly noticed lots of new horror RPGs of late. A sign of the times, perhaps. And that trend is in anime too. And anime tend to have a much longer development time than RPGs. Two shows caught my eye. And one of them is Malevolent Spirits. In that, the hero fights spirits, but he has anger issues of his own. He needs to get top of his mental health or he'll risk falling foul of the dangerous energies that his ghost-battling destiny has in store for him. The other is Dark Gathering, and Dark Gathering is but a curse-slash-gifted guy with the ability to draw spirits. He tries to ignore it and become a teacher, but his first student has a spirit problem of her own, and golly, that student looks pretty scary. I pop trailers to both into the transcript, and as ever, you can find links to everything I've talked about this week in that. Now one last horror before we move on to the outro of freebies, bundles and competitions. Heroic Story has raised 6 million for Web3 tabletop RPGs. In this case, they use a third-party virtual tabletop and Discord to play. Instead, Heroic Stories offers a looking for group functionality and sadly, Web3 in this case seems to mean NFTs. I say sadly, and I say that's a shame, because I was once hopeful for NFTs as a way for digital artists to protect their creations and earn money, but that's simply not how things have played out. Web3 does not need to mean crypto and NFTs. Now, if money is a bother, then why not check out the new released Monty Python Quick Start from Crowbar Creative and Exotic Funeral. It's free. Its full title is Monty Python's Supplemental Educational Resource Materials for Pre- or Intercourse Study. Cheeky. The Kickstarter has just wrapped and it has done amazingly well. I'm a backer. In bundles, the advanced 5e rules suitable for D&D games of EN Publishing's Level Up are in the bundle of holding until the first week of December. Humble has a battle tech deal which includes the physical beginner's box. But as always, watch the shipping costs for physical humbles though. In competition, Geek Native has three, and that's even with me trying to stagger them. The first is for UK listeners only, and for one of five, yes, five RPG dice designed pendants. For UK and US fans, there's a chance to win the Savage World RPG setting of the after in physical form. Geek Native has had the after competition before, but there's a new Kickstarter for Tales from the Trail Volume 2. 
and this is to support that. Lastly, and for US listeners only, there is the Zehander Fantasy Horror Starter Set. And that's a physical deal. Now, I'm no good at promoting US competitions, so if you enter, you will have a high chance of winning, probably. Now, before we go on, remember how last week's podcast was called Stats and Lies? And I openly wondered whether the stat that 89% of Americans didn't password protect their Wi-Fi was correct, and whether Atlas VPN would want to associate with incorrect stats. Well, they've recanted it and backed away. So, let's finish up there. Good luck in those competitions, and I'll see you next week.